If I could describe to give my life tour in one word, it would be vulnerability. Showing up for yourself is so important. Welcome to the Get My Life Tour. I'm your host, Lydia T. Blanco. Welcome to the Get My Life Tour. It is me, your host, Lydia T. Blanco. And as always, you know that I'm excited that you decided to show up and take time out of your day. Would you believe me if I told you that it has almost been a year since we've been on tour together? Yes, July 2020 marks a year since we've been on the Get My Life Tour. And I tell you, time sure does fly when you are getting your life, okay? If this is your first time tuning in to the Get My Life Tour, welcome and thank you so much for tuning in to this How Through Lifestyle podcast. It has been incredible and I really hope that in you showing up, you receive something that you needed. And if this is your umpteenth time tuning in to the Get My Life Tour, you know, look, I'm about to clap it up for you because I appreciate you showing up for yourself and for being on tour. Oh my gosh. So where do I start? Where do I start? Let's just start here. Why don't we? Let's talk about friends. How many of us have them? Hopefully all of us, right? I think friends are important. Friendship is essential to our well-being. Um, Some others will say to the soul. But friendship is so important. I always say that friendships are relationships too. That is something that I've learned over the years and I often share with other people because I think we differentiate what friendship is based on, you know, our level of engagement or whether it's platonic or romantic or whatever the case may be, right? Some people will say, oh, that's my friend, that's my colleague, well, that's my acquaintance or my associate. There's so many different levels of friendship, but that's not what I want to talk to you about. I think that's just the baseline. What I want to speak with you about on this stop of the tour, it's about being your own best friend. I am someone who considers myself to be my own best friend. And it is something that I take seriously. And I know it sounds odd at times when I say it out loud, but I think it's so important. We talk about self-love and I believe that's a part of what it is that I'm going to you know, dive into. Um, but it is important to be someone who you like, <laughs> you love, right? As you are in relationship with yourself, because oftentimes we go out in search of what we're attracted to or what it is that we desire, but do not have the capacity to receive. And that's why I think it is key to be your own best friend. You know, I kind of want to just pull up the definition really quickly of best friend, right? We're just going to do some real-time research because I don't know if we know what it really means, right? A person's closest friend, okay, that's pretty obvious. 
a closest friend. I think that we should be our closest friends, right? I think it's important to confide in others and have people who you can love on and cheer for and grow with. I also think that we need to be that for ourselves. It is so interesting how we take ourselves everywhere we go, but we learn how to be absent. We learn that it is permissible to put ourselves on the back burner and not fully be present. Isn't that wild? To me, it seems so strange or it feels strange to say that out loud, but I'm guilty of that. Okay. I'm over here raising my hand while I record because I too have been absent uh, for myself. It sounds like an out of body experience and, you know, may- maybe it is, but it is so important to be present. You know, one thing that I found is that I've had unrealistic expectations of others. And I say unrealistic because I often have high standards, right? I mean, I do have high standards. I'm not even going to front. I have high standards, okay? Anyone who engages with me, who's in relationship with me, knows that I have very high standards. And oftentimes, they can come off as unrealistic because to the person who I may be imposing them on, it's not fair because they may not be there yet. Um, and I'll even, you know, say or be honest about the fact that I've had expectations of others that I necessarily didn't have the capacity to receive, right? Or huh, how am I trying? To, what am I trying to say, you all? What I'm trying to say is that I have imposed things on others that I may not even have the bandwidth or the capacity or the experience to to give, right? And I think we often do that. That's why we need friends who will keep it, you know, keep it 100 with us. But I think it's also important to keep it 100 with ourselves and be like, look, And I think that's something that you learn as you are in relationship with yourself. Spending quality time with yourself is so underrated. I think now as we practice mindfulness, excuse me, and that becomes more of a conversation as well as self-awareness and, you know, it's a part of this conversation about self-care, people are thinking about it more um, in addition to meditation and all of the other forms of self-preservation. But spending time with ourselves is so underrated. That's why we have to learn how to do it incrementally, right? When we become interested, okay? Maybe if you start with five minutes or 10 or 15 or whatever the increment is, it is so important that in relationship with yourself, that you truly carve out time to spend time with yourself and be present, One of the other thoughts that came to mind was this idea of expecting you from other people. And I think that goes back to me saying, you know, I have these expectations of others that at times, you know, when I think about the course of my life that I may not have been able to meet. But then there's this other part. And I actually saw a meme on social media, um, Coriel, someone who I follow, I've interviewed, who I think is extremely um, lovely as a woman, shared 
a post on Instagram and it says, stop expecting you from other people. Mm. Stop expecting you from other people. Now, this is not uh, an argument. Uh, I'm not presenting a case to say that this is why you need to be your own best friend. But I think that in relationship with yourself, when you truly get to know who you are and what it is that you find acceptable or unacceptable, and as you set boundaries and you you realize how much they can be pushed or you're like, "Eh -eh," you realize that it is key to stop expecting you from other people. I am not in relationship with anyone else, whether it is with my family members, you know, a partner, friends, whatever, because I'm expecting me in return. I dropped that idea some time ago, but seeing this post gave me the language to not expect me from other people. I am a giver. I am a lover. I am a fighter. I'm so many things that, you know, I cannot expect from other people. And it's not at any fault of theirs. They're just not built the same way as me. And I don't say that arrogantly. There are things that they probably, you know, would want from someone that I can't give them. But I've learned to not expect me from other people. That is one of the greatest ways to set yourself up for failure. And trust me, even though I'm sharing this information with you, I am so guilty of doing it. I think I spent a lot of my relationships um, with others who I consider to be best friends at some point in time expecting me from them, right? I'm a show and tell person, right? When it comes to like showing you infection and telling you that I love you, um, but I'm more of a show don't tell person overall, right? I'm like, okay, my random acts of kindness, me showing up for you, me supporting you, me, me doing X, Y, and Z, you know, should be more than enough. And I realize that that is not often reciprocated, right? Because that just may not be someone's form of communication. It may not be their love language. And they may just not know how to do what it is that you are doing. So in relationship with myself, I've learned to not expect me from me, or excuse me, from others. And I think that is one of the ways that we grow individually and in our relationships, right? Because you can be who you are without placing some kind of unrealistic expectation on yourself and the other person who you are in relationship with. You know, on the other side of that is this idea to be who you need, I have been telling people who I love and care about lately that you need you. And when I tell people that, you know, for me, it's me really falling back and being like, look, I know you love me and I know I love you, but you need you. And now that I'm speaking about it out loud, I realize I'm telling people, be who you need. It is very challenging at times to show up for yourself, right? Life is happening. 
things need to be completed, goals need to be met, and ish just has to get done. Getting still, you need you, right? So as I say, you can't expect you from other people. You have to realize that it is you who you need as well. I am a believer. I'm someone who is often seeking alignment and not balance, right? But you can't pursue any of that if you aren't pursuing wholeness, if you aren't being attentive to yourself, if you're not in a healthy relationship with yourself. Liking and loving yourself is essential. It's difficult to show up for yourself and be who you need when you don't even like you. You know, I don't have the tools and resources to tell you how to better like yourself. This is not what this podcast is about. It's not what this stop on the tour is about. I do not have 15 steps, 10 steps, or 37 steps to, you know, like you more. But what I am saying is, is that you need you. I often think about little Lydia. You've probably heard me talk about little Lydia before, if this is, you know, not the first time that you tuned into this podcast, but I often think about who little Lydia needed, what Lydia, little Lydia needed, and that's who I go hard for because we owe it to ourselves, right? And when you have that mentality, you realize You need you. That means you can't make yourself available to everyone the way you would normally. It means that you've placed responsibility on yourself to strive for more, to have that grit and that ambition so that you can make sure that you are good. So in short, you need you. It often intrigues me when people are eager to be in relationship with other people and they don't have their things together. And I know it happens more times than not, but there's something so fascinating about people who are in relationships who were so committed to themselves prior to being in a relationship and not in a selfish way, right? You just know that you know that you know that you know that they were their own best friend. I think that is so attractive. I think that's what has driven me for so long. Now, I I just am a hopeful romantic and I'm someone who strives to be a good sister, a good daughter, a good friend, a good sorority sister, mentor, whatever the case may be. But I think that in being my own best friend and showing up for myself, being who I need and realizing that I need me too, that I'm able to show up for other people differently. And, you know, I've heard it throughout my relationships. Like, you know what? You must be doing the work. Um, I think that being your own best friend is a part of doing the work. It doesn't mean that you cannot have another best friend who is someone other than yourself, right? But I think that it is it's imperative to be what you need. I will also say this. 
being interdependent within your relationships is essential. I think that one of the ways that you learn to become interdependent is by being self-sufficient, right? I am someone who has experienced codependency and it ain't pretty. And it is a learned behavior. You know, a lot of us learn how to be codependent and then we strive to become interdependent in our relationships, right? But I think that in being your own best friend, you learn, you truly learn how to be in relationship with others. Some of the things that I've learned over the years in being my own best friend is how to trust my guts. You know, I live by myself in Harlem or with Oatmeal, even though he doesn't pay any rent. Oatmeal is my dog, y'all. And it's one thing to have a roommate and ask, okay, so how does this look? Or what do you think I should do? Or what are your thoughts on this? Or X, Y, and Z, right? I often do pick up the phone, FaceTime, and ask questions, right? But I've truly had to learn how to trust my gut because trusting your gut can save you, right? Your intuition, we have it for a reason. And I can't tell you how many times trusting my gut <laughs> Right. And not relying on anyone else's instinct has literally saved me, saved me time, saved me money, saved um, just me mentally, spiritually, uh, physically, truly. Right. And I am so grateful for that. I don't think that when you are so reliant on others that you truly know what it means or learns what it means learns what it means, learn what it means to trust your gut, right? I actually began to look this up while doing research and I didn't want to just give you my experience and my thoughts. So I went and sought out information from um, a psychologist. Now I didn't speak to this person, transparency, but I began to Google the benefits of being your own best friend. And this is coming from Deborah Bryn, psychology, and she listed some ways um, or the benefits, better yet, of being your own best friend. And she said, you become more self-reliant in your daily lives. You learn how to be compassionate and nice to yourself. Now that is, ooh, mm, we not, okay, let me just keep reading this list because being kind to yourself uh, that is a challenge. Um, man, some of us are so tough, right? You are more likely to honor and ask for your own needs and be more productive as a result. That's really good. And be a source of comfort in times of loneliness, insecurity, and instability. Let me talk to that a little bit because over the last five years in Harlem, I have been through like the New York grit and ambition fairy tale that people like to read about, but don't necessarily want to live. <laughs> and I'm okay with that, right? Because I have thrived through a number of those moments and I'm so grateful to the most high to be able to get through as a result this How Through Lifestyle podcast to get my life tour um, has truly come into the lives of many 
and have taken form, right? But that point about being your own source of comfort in times of loneliness, it really speaks to me. So many of us do not know how to be there for ourselves. So we turn to other people or other things that may not be the most positive, right? Or we become so reliant on those things that we just don't know how to be still and be one with ourselves. So I truly, oh my gosh, I truly appreciate that point. You know, self-care is really what we all need to be indulging in right now as we're sheltered in place. And I think that there is someone who is tuned in who may be feeling alone and who may be sheltered in by themselves, or maybe you're somewhere where you're not sheltered in place um, and you are thinking about who is in your circle, who's in your tribe. Maybe you're trying to build your tribe or reevaluate and set boundaries and you know, learn how to be more kind or more available to yourself. And you're looking for some ways to do so. And, you know, I just want to say, be your own best friend, be who it is that you need, do some research. Um, I really hope that some of the things that I shared on this topic of the tour have been helpful to you, but know that you're not alone. I think we all get to a point relationally when we are no longer satisfied with our exchange and experiences with others. And there, I don't want to say there's nothing wrong with that, but I think it's a reality that many of us experience, right? I've experienced it on multiple fronts where I'm just like, yo, I think I'm going to tap out or you know what? This is no longer working for me anymore. And it's okay. We all grow. Um, We are all evolving. I say ever evolving and life happens, Right. But you have to be ready for those moments. Right. And even if you aren't ready, you got to, you know, get ready to stay ready or whatever the case may be. But know that what happened, you're not alone. Oh, my gosh, you are not alone. I truly believe that it is better to be all one with yourself alone than to be lonely in a crowd of people with a hundred friends and, you know, a bajillion followers or whatever the case may be, you know, to be all one with yourself trumps being in the mix and truly lonely. Now, I know I said the same thing twice, but I just wanted to simplify it a little bit more because I don't want anything to go over someone's head. But just remember to have patience with yourself and to know that you are worth your time. You are worth your own commitment. You are worth the investment and you are worth you. I've been thinking about my mic drop moment and honestly, it is super simple. Bet on your relationship with yourself. We're often calculating the risk of being in relationship with other people and wondering what it would be like to be with whomever. Wonder what it would be like to be your own best friend, to be with you and bet on the relationship with yourself. Be who you need. 
You know, I am always excited about the opportunity to share with you all freely. And I'm so grateful to have, you know, people who are on tour with me, who are rocking with me. You just really do not know how much it means to me to be on tour with you. Thank you for tuning in on Spotify, on iTunes, Stitcher. Oh my goodness, Anchor FM and Google Podcasts and so many other platforms where you're listening. GetMyLifeTour.com or if you're connected with me on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, thank you so much. For more information about the Get My Life Tour, be sure to visit the GetMyLifeTour.com and to follow the Get My Life Tour on all social platforms at the Get My Life Tour with the exception of Twitter, which is at Get My Life Tour. If you'd like to stay you know, in tune with me, follow me at Lydia T. Blanco on all social platforms or check out my website, LydiaTBlanco.com. I appreciate every like, subscription, download, and every platform that we're on. As we embark on one year, I cannot wait to share what is in store next we got some great things on the horizon. I hope that you stay on tour with me. And until the next time, it has been real. Peace. Mm-hmm.